After a very busy and a very full week away in Boston, I'm finally back home in my office after the NLN 2021 conference. And I'm really excited because I feel a little more rejuvenated, a little more energized about coming back into my practice and working with patients, which is always super fun. So in today's episode, we're talking about my recap of this conference and what are the principles we can take away from it to then implement in our own practice. Welcome to the Onco PT Podcast, where you'll learn from oncology experts, practitioners, and patients to help you on your journey to become a confident and competent Onco PT. Here's your host, Elise Decker. Hey, everybody, this is Elise, host of the Onco PT Podcast. And as I mentioned in the intro, We are going to be talking about the recent NLN 2020 conference, but more importantly, what this actually means for our profession as oncology physical therapists. Now, even if you're not a lymphedema therapist, there is still going to be some really good stuff that came out of this conference for you and what you can then actually, excuse me, implement into your own practice. So after nearly a year and a half, I finally ventured out from my cave, which is what my husband calls my office, because I tend to keep it really dark, and it's just me by myself, usually with Teddy by my side too. And I finally attended my first in-person conference. Now this was actually my first NLN conference. I have no prior experience with the NLN or anything that they've put on, so I don't really know how their conferences were run previously. But how this conference was run, it was structured very heavily around lab sessions. The idea was maybe a little bit of lecture, but largely hands-on techniques much more than the traditional conferences that I've been to. And after about three years of practicing by myself, in both the corporate practice I had and now in my private practice, I was really, really excited for this more lab-focused experience. So how the conference was set up, it was pretty much four days split between 10 different lab sessions. We also had informational sessions with vendors and sponsors, and then we also had exhibit hall time. So that very much was very similar to your traditional conferences. Again, emphasis was more on the lab side of things. So I went to this conference as part of Betty Westbrook's team who taught the labs on pediatric lymphedema. If you don't know who Betty Westbrook is, she is the host of Lymphedema Podcast. She's kind of the brains and the the heart uh, behind Camp Watch Me, along with Brittany Williams of Bryland's Feet Foundation, both of whom I've had previously on the podcast, and I will link to them in our show notes today so you can find more information about them if you want. So anyways, Betty invited me to be part of this team to teach on pediatric lymphedema along with some of the other Camp Watch Me therapists from this last summer. And it was a blast. We had so much fun and it was really nice to be able to share some of the information that we learned even just from camp with other therapists. In total, we taught our lab five times. So logistically, the conference was split into basically two-day sections. So the first two days of the conference, the first five labs rotated. They all taught every session, and then the, the attendees were assigned to different lab groups, and then they rotated between the different labs. So by the end of the two days, the first two days, everybody got the first five labs, And then we taught our lab in that second 
two days, so day three and day four. And then all the lab groups rotated between us. We taught our lab a total of five times, just like everyone else. The idea is that every attendee was able to go to every session to learn the same material. Now, after a whirlwind weekend and definitely not enough sleep, despite my best efforts, I did actually walk away with a lot of really great new knowledge, but then also a fantastic review of skills that I have let slide over the past couple years since my CLT course. So again, in today's episode, we're covering some of the takeaways from this conference and what this means for us, even as non-lymphedema oncology physical therapists. First and foremost is back to the basics. Certifications, advanced continuing education classes, and fellowships are sexy. They're useful, but sometimes they're more sexy than anything else. And what I mean by sexy is it feels cool or it looks cool, you know, to maybe have those extra letters after your name to throw yourself into more advanced information. And I do the same thing. I'm totally guilty of this. However, it is critical that we remain grounded in the basic principles behind why we are doing something. So for example, at this conference, the idea was that you would walk away from this conference as an expert, quote, expert around that. But it became very apparent that we pretty much all, except for maybe a few, we all needed a review of our skill set. I took my CLT course almost three years ago. Actually, it's been over three years now. And I have definitely gotten loose on some of my techniques and the approach that I'm taking. That all happens to us as part of, you know, being out in the real world and actually working with patients. So as much as this was a, quote, expert level conference, it was very apparent that we needed the opportunities to revisit the basics of lymphedema treatment. And the same can be said for oncology rehab. It might be cool, it might be sexy to know the ins and outs of a particular chemotherapy drug, to know how it actually affects the cells and where in that cell, you know, cell division cycle that it actually affects our bodies. But that information isn't actually useful unless we understand and appreciate the side effects of said chemotherapy drug. And then how it affects our patients in the short term, in the now, but also in the long run. It's not enough to know this big, sexy, advanced, expert level information if you can't actually apply the basics to really utilize the advanced expert level information. And that was very, very apparent at this conference. And I'm really grateful for having the perspective to be able to say, hmm, I might need to review some of these specifics, these basics, the foundation upon which I have built my treatment. Moving forward, I think we need to be asking ourselves more often, why am I actually doing this? Why am I doing this particular treatment? Why am I doing it this way and not this way? Am I doing it correctly? Am I doing it appropriately for the patient in front of me? And perhaps more importantly, most importantly, in my opinion, am I safe doing this? As much as I truly hated learning, 
truth moment here. As much as I truly hated learning contraindications, precautions for all those modalities in school, it is so important now that I'm actually out practicing with my patients that I understand the basics of why I would use a particular intervention on a person and why I wouldn't and when I wouldn't. Next up, don't be afraid to try something different. Initially, I was very apprehensive about the genital lymphedema lab. So as part of the 10 labs that everybody went through, one of them was genital lymphedema. And I have never treated genital lymphedema in my career up to this point. Now, I have, for a fact, I know this, I have had patients who had genital lymphedema, but I did not treat it. Sometimes they're referred out, you know, to a colleague who has more experience with that. And I will be the first to say, I sometimes just didn't treat it. I didn't know what to do. And so I would just kind of acknowledge it and then move on with a treatment that I did know how. That was really bad. So bad, Elise, don't do that. Don't do what I've been doing. I've been generally apprehensive about genital lymphedema all along. But... Once we got started with the lab, Dr. Shelley DiCecco, who was the instructor of this lab, made me feel immediately at ease. And I would say that most of the people who did our little lab group felt the same. And I think this was because we could not stop laughing. So you see, Shelley crafted, she made these scrotums, penises, and vulvas out of fabric and stuffed them full of batting of stuffing to make them edematous. So they were like these fake little body parts that we were able to actually wear. And then we practiced bandaging on each other. And it was so cool. And so we took turns wearing them and then we bandaged them and then we practiced measuring them. And it was it was a hoot and a half. Um, I will share some photos with y'all <laughs> later on social media about this. I mean, we just had such a great time and (laughs) it makes me laugh just thinking about it now. And I don't know about the rest of the conference, how everyone else's session went, but when our little instructors only group was going through this as part of the pre-conference boot camp, we were absolutely rolling with laughter and it really helped break the tension that I think some of us were experiencing, maybe even the stress, the nervousness around the conference. And I think the most important part is that I really walked away from that lab experience feeling much more at ease regarding genital lymphedema. So again, shout out to Dr. Shelley DiCecco. She did a really, really great job, not just teaching, but obviously also crafting our lab supplies. And it was it was really, really good. Highly encourage you, if you ever get the chance, take a session with her. It was phenomenal. And I'm sure some people felt the same about our pediatric lymphedema lab. But what was really cool is that by the end of each lab section, the students seem to be more engaged and maybe even a little more excited about treating children. And that was really, really cool to see. People were engaged. They were stepping outside of their comfort zone. They were working with the body models that we brought along. And I think we may have even converted a couple lymphedema therapists into, you know what? I actually want to treat children. So that was really cool to see very excited. Don't be afraid to try something different. You might actually really enjoy it. 
Point number three that I took away from the conference is we cannot practice in a silo. And I am tremendously guilty of this. I've actually been practicing for about three years by myself, basically since I graduated from PT school. And as some of you know who have been listening to the podcast for a while, this was not the original plan. However, this has been the reality that I have been working with, that I have been practicing within since I graduated PT school. And in practicing by myself, I've really settled into a routine. This is how I do things. Kind of this is how I was taught. This is how I've learned to make it work for my practice. And I'm not challenged enough to really evaluate if what I'm doing is working for the patient in front of me. And I need to be better about that. It's not good enough to just say, well, this is how I know to do things and this is how I'm just going to do it for the rest of my career. And one of the things I really valued from this conference experience is that I got to actually meet up again with some of my previous podcast guests, some of the people that I really admire and look up to who are practicing, who are running their own clinics, who are helping the type of patients that I want to be serving. So for example, Angela Wicker-Ramos, Lisa Silvestri, Megan Bradley, all of these have been previous podcast interview guests of mine. And we're all at different stages of our OncoPT practices. But even with us being at these different stages, these different experiences, Their insight is absolutely invaluable to the work that I'm trying to do as a clinician and a business owner. And as much as I have enjoyed, obviously, our podcast interviews, being in more of that conference setting where we can have more unstructured, more casual, sometimes even spontaneous conversations is where I think some of the real learning happens for me. And that was really, really cool to get to see and experience. So going to a conference such as this, where it was more of a lab-based conference was really beneficial for me. I got feedback on my techniques. I had to explain to others why I was doing the treatment the way I was doing it. And not even as a me explaining to the instructor, but even in talking with colleagues of, oh, okay, that makes sense. Maybe I should actually change it to mirror more of this way. And then we're discussing the treatment strategies with our colleagues. Hey, I've got this patient at home who's experiencing this. I really don't know what to do. All of this makes us better clinicians. And it's only in putting ourselves out there and having these conversations, these discussions, these interactions with other clinicians that we're really able to come back and serve our patients to the best of our abilities. Last point that I want to make today is you'll never know who you'll meet. As I've mentioned previously, each of the conference presenters attended a pre-conference boot camp. And the purpose of this was so that every instructor got to take each of the labs that they would not be able to take because they would be teaching during the same time. It was really, really cool because we got a very behind the scenes and almost more individualized learning experience because our group was so small. Like I said, it was just the instructors from the five labs that were on our 
our days. So for us, it was day three, day four. We took the um, compression garment level two course. We took the elastic taping course. Um, and we also took the genital lymphedema lab course. And so in doing so, in this structure, we got to learn and then work very closely with some of the true leaders in the lymphedema world, which was really, really exciting and cool. So for example, as part of the pre-conference session, I actually got to nerd out with Karen Ashforth as my lab partner for part of the lab. Now, you've probably actually read some of her articles previously about lymphedema. She's very well established. Um, I'm pretty sure some of her articles are a part of the exam list of resources. So anyways, we got to talk about all these cool things about what she's seen in her practice and maybe even, you know, is there a connection between lymphatic disorders and POTS and mast cell activation and EDS. And yeah, it was a definite nerd alert, y'all. But it was so cool to get to have that conversation that I would never get to have that level of casual, exciting, intimate conversation with some of these people unless I, well, frankly, invited them over to my house and was like, hey, let's chat. Let me learn all about you. So it was really, really cool because everybody just like got to talking with each other so soon and so closely. And I feel like I've really established some relationships that I want to maintain moving forward in the lymphedema world. Beyond that, beyond the, the quote, celebrities um, of the lymphedema world, I, I think one of the coolest parts about this conference for me was that I got to meet some of you. Y'all who have been listening to the podcast, who have been taking my courses, I finally got to meet some of y'all in person and that was so cool. And I'm so grateful to each of you who said hello, who stopped by and, you know, said, oh, hello, my name is, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's so nice to meet you. I've been listening to your podcast. And that means the absolute world to me. I I don't think I can really convey how special that feeling was to me to finally get to meet some of you. Um, you know, some of I follow some of you on Facebook or, you know, different social media. So I see this very digital experience of you. But getting to actually see you in person was so so special to me and I'm so grateful to have each of you as my colleagues and I'm really looking forward to someday when we can start going to more conferences that maybe you know maybe we'll get to meet again maybe we can hug and that would be super great so thank you so much to coming up and introducing yourself to me and saying hello that just man that was like icing on the cake of this whole experience so thank you so much Lastly, as I sign off on today's episode, I want to give a huge shout out to our team who made this possible. So Betty Westbrook, Brittany Williams, thank you so much for bringing me along on this adventure. It was so fun and so impactful to get to actually teach at a conference for the very first time. And thank you to my colleagues, Amber and Karen, who taught the course with us, who made this an absolutely fantastic first experience as a presenter. And I would do it again with y'all in a heartbeat. It was so much fun. It was so incredible for learning. And I really hope that everybody gets to experience that 
in the future. So thank y'all. Thank y'all, all all of you who are listening to this today. I really appreciate it. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Onco PT podcast. For more episodes, visit theoncopt.com. Hey, OncoPT, if you've ever even thought of taking the Oncology Specialist Certification Exam, then you need our free resource guide. We took the guesswork out of preparing for this exam so that you can stop stressing and start preparing effectively for your board certification exam. Download your free resource guide at theoncopt.com guide. Again, visit theoncopt.com slash guide for your free oncology specialist certification exam resource guide.